It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Wednesday the 12th of January. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Emily Wither. Britain's Prime Minister is accused of partying while the rest of the country was under lockdown. This was at the height of the pandemic. Large numbers of people dying every day and the very tightest restrictions were pretty much still in place. You just can't conceive what people thought they were doing, uh, organising a party in that situation. And for one province tackling the pandemic, no vax will mean higher tax. Those who refuse to receive their first dose in the coming weeks will have to pay a new health contribution. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is facing a wave of fury after evidence came to light that a party took place in Downing Street in May 2020 when coronavirus lockdown restrictions were still in place. It's believed that 100 staff were invited to a garden party at number 10, including the Prime Minister and his wife, while the rest of the country were not allowed to mix or visit relatives. Here's Boris Johnson himself announcing new Covid rules in Britain just 10 days before the alleged gathering took place. You can sit in the sun in your local park, you can drive to other destinations, you can even play sports only with members of your own household. You must obey the rules on social distancing and to enforce those rules we will increase the fines for the small minority who break them. Mr Johnson has so far refused to confirm whether he was there or not but he faces questions from lawmakers in the House of Commons today. The government says it's a matter for Sue Gray, the senior civil servant who's now investigating party allegations. Times Radio political correspondent Charlotte Ivers says even if Boris Johnson says sorry, it won't be the end of it. It is hard to see a simple way out of this because an apology would lead to questions about whether Boris Johnson was misleading the public and the House of Commons when he previously said that he was shocked to discover the existence of the video of Downing Street A's talking about parties when he said that guidance was followed at all times. There's increasing pressure for the Prime Minister to resign should it be found that he was present at the party. Conservative MP Nigel Mills has told Times Radio anyone who organised it or willingly attended must go. This was at the height of the pandemic. Large numbers of people dying every day and the very tightest restrictions were pretty much still in place. You just can't conceive what people thought they were doing. Uh, organising a party in that situation. So I I think this is much more serious. You know, the question is, was the Prime Minister there? Uh, And he hasn't denied it. Opinion polls on Tuesday show that the UK public is losing faith in the Prime Minister. 
We heard the French President Emmanuel Macron last week say that he would try to make life harder for unvaccinated people in France. Well, now the French-speaking province of Quebec in Canada wants to impose a health tax on those who are yet to receive a COVID jab. Those who refuse to receive their first dose in the coming weeks will have to pay a new health contribution. On Tuesday, the Premier Francois Legault announced that it would be the first in the nation to financially penalise the unvaccinated, as Quebec has seen the highest number of coronavirus-related deaths in Canada and is currently struggling with a surge in cases. He said the fee has not been decided yet, but it will be significant. Last week, Quebec announced that it would require proof of vaccination to shop in government cannabis and liquor stores. A curfew between 10pm and 5am is also in place, the second one of the pandemic. And hospitals are overwhelmed. In the province's largest city, Montreal, they are nearly at 100% capacity and are already limiting non-COVID-related care. On the way, Biden appeals for voting reform and a blistering heatwave causes power cuts in Argentina. Times of London Daily World Briefing To North Korea, where state media there have reported that the country carried out a successful hypersonic missile test attended by leader Kim Jong-un. The launch was detected by South Korea and Japan and was condemned by officials in Tokyo and in Washington. Scott Snyder is the director of the US-Korea policy program at the Council of Foreign Relations. He's told Times Radio that the test indicates the North Korean government wants to impose pressure on the US for concessions. I think a lot of this is related to the fact that the North Koreans want to see the Biden administration offer more concessions to North Korea. They don't want to talk about denuclearization. Uh, And these missile tests are one way that the North Koreans can try to shape the environment to their favor um, as a precursor to returning to talks at a point in time when they might get what they want from the Biden administration. The launch is the second hypersonic missile test by the country in less than a week. North Korean media says that Kim Jong-un later called on scientists to further accelerate efforts to build up the country's military muscle. To the US now, where President Joe Biden has called for an historic change to Senate rules as he attempts to overhaul the country's election laws. He wants rules to be standardised nationwide instead of the current state-by-state patchwork. However, the upper chamber of Congress is split 50-50, and with no Republicans supporting such changes, it's unlikely that the bill will pass, unless changes are made to allow the voting reform without the support of the opposition. Without that, Biden would need the support of every Democrat in the Senate, as well as the tie-breaking vote of the vice president. The bills, the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, passed the lower chamber at the House of Representatives last year. Martin Luther King's daughter, Dr. Bernice King, said her father would have been disappointed by efforts to restrict voting rights. They are still, you know, efforts and individuals, you know, who would like to continue to manipulate voting districts and create a concentrated group of a minority uh, power. Um, in our nation that's not necessarily representative of the population of a city or a region or a state. And so as long as we have that possibility, voting rights is going to be essential. 
It may be January, but an historic heat wave in Argentina is causing havoc for hundreds of thousands of people. Temperatures in the capital, Buenos Aires, reached 45 degrees Celsius yesterday, causing power grids to fail and leaving many without electricity. For a while, it was the hottest place on earth, with residents seeking shade to avoid the furnace-like temperatures. For Buenos Aires resident Marta LaRusso, the heat wave has raised concerns about climate change and more extreme weather. For as long as I've lived here, the climate has been temperate. I've seen how the temperature has changed over the years, and it's not what we're used to. This, along with the low pressure, really kills me. I can't stand it. I drink litres of water and do what I can. And on top of it all, without electricity, I don't know what to do. Local leaders are warning residents to stay out of the sun during the hottest part of the day. Times of London Daily World Briefing Sport Now with the latest on Novak Djokovic's visa scandal, here's John Jackson. Novak Djokovic has been handed the number one seed for the Australian Open tennis, but questions over his status for the tournament still remain. Despite a court overturning the original cancellation of the Serbs' Australian visa on Monday, it's the world number one's travel declaration that is now being scrutinised. He blamed human error for a mistake made on his Australian entry documents that breached the country's strict laws on reporting recent travel. Multiple sources claim he was in his home country of Serbia recently, despite his paperwork claiming he hadn't travelled from Spain for the 14 days before touching down in Melbourne. Djokovic also admitted breaking isolation while Covid positive for an interview with French title L'Equipe which he claimed went ahead because he didn't want to let the journalist down. Australia's Immigration Minister Alex Hawke is considering whether these admissions are cause for the tennis player's visa to be cancelled once again. The Australian Open starts on Monday the 17th of January. Home favourite Ashley Barty is the women's number one seed. Times of London Daily World Briefing Entertainment We found out that the 94th Academy Awards will have a host again. We don't know who yet, but what we do know is that award-winning director Glenn Weiss will be behind the camera for the event. Weiss has directed six previous Oscars as well as 20 Tony Awards. Producer Will Packer said he was fortunate to have Weiss return to the fold for this year's ceremony. The 94th Oscars is due to go ahead on the 27th of March at the Dolby Theatre in Los Angeles. And finally, this might sound like a regular canteen to you. But it's actually powered by robots and customers' food is descending from the ceiling. For those arriving early at the Winter Olympics in Beijing, they are among the first to have their food prepared and delivered electronically. The Winter Games that begin on February 4th will have strict rules for guests, media, athletes and officials to try to contain the coronavirus. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 12th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.